Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Oh, oh, oh he's hit. Oh, that's oh, what a massive And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances. Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez, obviously the modest one this morning. Of course, we have two hours of combat sports coming to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, we're talking combat sports and mixed martial arts for the next couple of hours. Of course, Larry Merchant will be here in a little while, the retired HBO icon. We'll hear from Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Everybody's talking about that. I watched it afterwards. I wasn't all that excited. I mean, it went the way two old guys were supposed to go. I'm talking about carrying each other eight rounds. It went good. It was good for the sport. It was good for both their personalities. Bottom line is, they made a lot of money, and one guy from the NBA got knocked out afterwards. We'll talk about that in depth after the break. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines all around the planet, if you dare. 1-800-878-7529. That's toll-free. 1-800-878-7529. You can also text us here in the studio, the guilt-free text line, the number one 1- 415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. There was some real boxing going on across the pond. Of course, two heavyweights engaged, undefeated Joe Joyce, who I've been dogging so bad, saying I could beat him and all this kind of good stuff, right? I watched him fight Danny Dubar yesterday, and guess what? A different guy showed up. I couldn't beat that guy. Straight up, Joe Joyce deserves props, stopping Danny Dubar in the 10th round with a broken orbital bone. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated, but never duplicated. Stay tuned and find out why. Attention to 
to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry, there's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 12 minutes past the hour number one. Of course, this is the Sunday edition, two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Joe Joyce now 12 and 0, 11 KOs, a TKO and 10 over the second ranked uh, heavyweight. I'm talking about Danny Duval, who I picked overwhelmingly to win, so I was wrong like a hundred different ways. Bottom line is Duval with a broken orbital bone. How do I know about that? I broke a few of my time. 15-1, 15-1 now, 14 KOs. The stoppage was 36 seconds of round number 10. Of course, the Mike Tyson, uh, Roy Jones exhibition we'll get to in just a second. Some of the guests will roll with today. Of course, I'm bringing you Kenny Rainford now, or number two. Kenny is part of the 
Tyson Fury training camp. Of course, Tyson Fury, the world linear heavyweight champion. Kenny's always a blast to have on the radio, no doubt about that. He's never really retired. He's a trainer now, but the bottom line is Kenny's always a ball to have. We'll have Kenny on in hour number two, as we will have the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. That's right. Ernie Shavers checks in at 40 minutes past the hour, hour number two. That's right. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Kenny Rayford and the great Ernie Shavers. Ernie is the hardest puncher of all times. Larry Holmes told me, and this is sort of the way it was with me in boxing, if you can see a punch coming, no matter how hard it is, you can take it. I don't know why. There's something about you that just tells you you can take that punch, okay? But the punches you don't see, they knock you down or knock you out, okay? Ernie Shavers could hit you with punches you could see, Larry Holmes told me, and still knock you down. He didn't, he didn't believe that. He, he got hit by a lot of guys, but never got hit by a guy like Ernie Shavers. Ernie in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones engaging in a eight round, two minute exhibition. Thank you by the WBC, something for some frontier title or something like that. More power to him. It was a good night for the sport because a lot of squares got to turn in and watch Mike Tyson, a guy that they had only heard about, you know, dreamed about, and maybe, maybe we get to see Mike Tyson fight one time. Yeah, well, it wasn't exactly a Mike Tyson fight. It was like a 52-year-old Mike Tyson who was fat and out of shape to an extent. I mean, he was in good shape for being 52, but let's be honest. Mike Tyson lost his last two professional fights. He lost to Kevin McBride, who I could have beat. Kevin was a stiff. If ever, oh God, I don't want to keep going there. But the bottom line is, Kevin had no skills, none whatsoever. And Tyson lost to him in Washington, D.C. I was like blown away. I remember we had the the uh, press conference at Howard University, and I was just, I was uh, before pre-fight, and I was just blown away that, that this guy would even have a chance with Mike Tyson. He stopped Mike Tyson. And before that, Mike Tyson lost to a guy by the name of Danny Williams. And no, you won't find Danny Williams in any Hall of Fames either. Bottom line is, Tyson was on a dive. Uh, his career was going nowhere. He's come back after, you know, several years, 12, 15 years now, come back, put together an exhibition that people seem to be somewhat happy paying forty nine ninety five because, you know, there's a sucker born every minute. I mean, that's what P.T. Barnum said, no doubt about it. There's a sucker born every minute. And I got to tell you like this, if you paid forty nine ninety five for this, Cuddy, they were suckers. You think you won the fight? Yeah, but I'm good with a draw. Why? Because I entertained the crowd. The crowd was happy with it. We'll be back to you in a second. You happy with this draw? Hell no. I ain't never said if I were to draw. I wear draws. I don't do draws. I like it. But the dude is so strong, man. And I understand why they say some things are bucket list. Because when he hits you, if it's his head, his punches, his body shots, don't matter. Everything hurts. So for me, I thought I did enough boxing on the outside to edge it out. But, you know, I'm cool with a draw. I mean, we just might have to try to do it again. But I don't know. <laughs> you looked exhausted for a little while. Did the body shots take a toll? The body shots definitely took a toll. The body shots are what make you exhausted. Any good fighter knows that. And I knew it, too. I thought I had a six-pack that was all right, but I guess I'm going to give me a 12-pack because the six ain't getting it. You took it. It came back like nothing. You took it. You took it. I knew I hit you with a good shot. You took it. You took it. Respect, hey, I respect that. I respect that. Mike, at age 54, you haven't been in the ring for 15 years. How would you assess your performance, your stamina, and overall how you perform? Well, I'm used to doing it for three minutes. And um, sometimes that two minutes felt like three minutes. <laughs> and um, I'm just happy I got this under my belt and I'm continuing to go further and do more. You'll do this again? Absolutely. He's going to be on the card as well. Well, let me let me ask you about your performance. What what was it like for you to be in the ring as compared to what it was when you left 
as a professional? I was very happy to be here. And, um, despite, Your performance wise. Yeah, despite what anybody said, but despite what anybody said, I was so happy to go to eight rounds. But everybody knows I can knock somebody out. But everybody don't know I can go to eight rounds and ten rounds. And that's what I'm more grateful for now than anything. And no knockers. Knockers don't mean nothing. You got to be able to go the distance. That's fighting. Everybody has a plan until they get hit. Yeah. You got hit, and, and how went, did it affect you? I went to plan B. I hit him back. <laughs> uh, Roy, uh, you want to continue this now at age 51, or, or did you get dissatisfied at this point? Man, it's hard to say. My Pensacola fans love me. We got to do this again. Everybody loves Mike. Um, I love Mike, too. But, uh, you know, it's something to take them punches in there from Mike. So, you know, I go talk to my family, see how they feel about it, if they thought... They enjoy what they saw. Then if we want to do it again, we'll come back and do it again. But, uh, you know, me, like I said, Pensacola in the house. I want to thank everybody who helped me out. Big Al, Tom, Wop, um, Russ, everybody on my team, Jim Foster. I mean, so many people, everybody in Pensacola, Pensacola in the house still. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank the whole world for tuning in, especially my, Rus- my Russian citizens, my Russian people. Um, I want to say thank to everybody who gave us the homage, sent us out the right way. And if everything goes well, like I said, and the family's cool with it, then... A lot of people were afraid, Roy, you might get hurt tonight. Were you really afraid in the back of your head that something could happen that, that might have put you in peril? I was afraid I might get hurt. I, was, I, I didn't fight in 20 years. He only f- stopped fighting for three years. I'm afraid I might get Why nobody care about my ass? Well, that's fighting, typical, right? He didn't fight in 15 years. He stopped fighting three years ago, and everybody worrying about his ass. No, nobody thinks that a giant is going to fall. I haven't did this in 15, 16 years. I'm not a giant. I'm a beginner. Did he ever hurt you tonight? Well, listen, he, he surprised me with the hook. He hit me with a hook, a good it hook. Hurt. Yes, it did hurt. And back to the question, yeah. were you afraid of being in peril? Man, once I go in there, it's all, it's all, all balls to the wall, bro. I mean, I, I feel the shots, and I know they're going to hurt, and I know he could take me out if it's possible. He came with the wrong one. But for me, man, I'm game. I go to the end. When I put these on, it's a wrap. Take me on the stretch. You know? Final thought, final thought. Would you do this in a non-exhibition circumstance if you could get a license? No, I'm just going to do this. This is bigger than fighting for, you know, winning the championship. We're we're humanitarians. We're helping people. That's bigger. That's I'm into that now. And I like to thank Magic Mike, Jet, Ron, all my sparring partners for kicking my ass to get me in shape. I love you guys. Can't wait to get back in the, the gym with you. Mike, thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you very much. All thank right. you, bro. Thank Roy. You. Congratulations. Yeah, I want to thank all my spawn partners as well, everybody that contributed. My my, my contribution to Kobe Bryant. In his building. Yes, sir. So I had to give a tribute to, to uh, Kobe because he was my latest, greatest. Michael Jordan always be my number one favorite. But Kobe and Iverson right there next, second and third. So And LeBron, too. Everybody's good. So I just enjoy sports, man. I just thank God I was able to come out here and do what I did. And like I said, once again, Pensacola in the house. If it's Pensacola to him to go back in there again, guess what? I'm back in there again. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate it. All right, and thanks to the Staples Center. Roy Jones Jr., Mike Tyson, talking it up last night, of course, in empty Staples Center because of COVID. But the bottom line is they made some money, no doubt about that. Oh, on the undercard, a guy by the name of Jake Paul, some type of YouTube personality, 2-0, two knockouts, scored a uh, yikes, an ugly second-round knockout over three-time NBA slam dunk champion Nate Robinson. Nate, you shouldn't have messed around. This sort of reminds me of Cuddy. This reminds me of Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye was in Detroit fooling around around the Kronk guys, okay, back in the 60s, all right, before the Kronk gym was happening. Emmanuel had a gym going out there. 
and uh, Marvin Gaye stepped in, and Marvin had been smoking weed, and Marvin had been telling people he was going to be heavyweight champion of the world. He only weighed 175 pounds. The first time Marvin sparred, he got hit on that chin. Bang! It was all over for Marvin Gaye. But the bottom line is, Nate Robinson was an ugly knockout victim last night. Badu Jack was a winner in a fight that probably shouldn't uh, have ever taken place. I mean, Blake McKernan from Northern California, I believe Sacramento, California, 13-1 and one now, 6 KOs, came in undefeated for 18, for 8 rounds. That's 24 minutes, took a terrific, a horrific beating and a horrible mismatch, and the California State Athletic Commission should be arrested for putting this fight on. The scores were 80-72 to 72 across the board uh, three times, and at the end of the day, it was it was not good for boxing. Unbeaten lightweight Jermaine Ortiz now 14-08 KOs, a 7-round TKO win over Solomon Sagayo, who came in at 13-2, pretty good record there, 4 KOs, but not a big puncher. Body shop drops Sagayo in round number 7, and of course, he's got to stop with a follow-up uh, barrage. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, not a whole lot of great fights last night. But, but to some people, it was it was a bit of it was a bit of nostalgia. They got to go back at times and and maybe visit the spirit of Mike Tyson and the spirit of Roy Jones. Because I got news for you, both those guys are absolutely shot, and I never want to see them in a boxing ring again. I mean, Mike Tyson saying he's doing this for humanity, for humanity. Uh, come on, man. He's doing it for his pocketbook and his ego. He's not doing it for anything else. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Come to you from the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Comes to you live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Of course, a podcast comes to you with Apple, iTunes, Google. Uh, our favorite podcast, the Ring Talk podcast, of course, comes to you at Anchor.fm. Check them out. they got all the latest shows, including yesterday's show with Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower power to the break. The place, they really care about you. It's kind of rough, but that's all right with me. Because I dig the vibe and I like the Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. More Mighty Tower of Power. Check them out. They've got two new albums. In the last two years, they've got two new albums. Cuddy calls them drops. But they're two new albums. Check them out. Towerpower.com. Of course, Melee and the Gang rocking and rolling. Gonna switch gears here. Uh, the Godfather, we can't get a hold of him, so we will go to, the, uh, go to Larry a little bit later. But the bottom line is, you know, yesterday I wanted to do this editorial and then I held back on it and I said to myself I was gonna save it for hour number two today. But since we're in hour number one, ready to rock, we've got an open hole here. We're talking about Tommy the Duke Morrison. Check this out. When he was an amateur fighter, of course, I'm talking about the guy that starred in Rocky V. He played Tommy Gunn along with Sylvester Stallone, of course, The Rock. Anyway, 222 and 20 as an amateur. An amazing record as an amateur. No doubt about that. When I first heard of him, he was Tommy Morrison. Of course, this guy, an amateur stud from Oklahoma. I mean, he was knocking out everybody. And then, of course, he made it to the Olympic trials, I think, in 1988 and lost to Ray Mercer, the Mitchell Gold Medalist. Of course, a name that we'll come back to a little bit later. But with a record of 222 and 20, wow, Tommy Morrison, a relative of Hollywood uh, cowboy John Wayne, I mean, he pushed, he was an amazing guy. I mean, physically, he looked good. He had that Hollywood look to him. Had the Oklahoma sound, but he had that Hollywood look to him. And, of course, he was a stud. I mean, he was a very uh, active heterosexual. Let's put it to you like that. 
Anyway, bottom line is he rolls through about 28 guys as a pro. And then, of course, he comes into the uh, comes into contact, of course, one more time with the aforementioned Ray Mercer. This is in Atlantic City in 1991. I was sitting about about the sixth or seventh row from the ring, and, and I saw like a horrific beating going on. So I jump up and I run across the ring and I'll run up to the ring and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs at Larry Hazard. Larry Hazard is the head of the uh, New Jersey State Athletic Commission. And the reason why I'm doing this is that recently I had watched Rico Velasquez die in a San Jose ring. And then you can sense, certain people can sense when the Grim Reaper is in the room. When I mean the Grim Reaper, I'm talking about Dr. Death. I thought Dr. Death was there with Art Serrano and Roy Jones, the aforementioned Roy Jones, when they fought in Reno, Nevada in 1992. Of course, that was close, but this night, I was, I was positive that, 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 you know, the Grim Reaper was going to show up if somebody didn't stop this fight. I mean, Tony Perez, the referee, the Puerto Rican referee from New York City, of course, he was famous for not stopping the Ali Frazier fight in the second round. I'm talking about the second Ali Frazier fight when Joe was like on Queer Street and then he stopped the fight, said he heard the bell, the bell didn't ring, saved Joe Frazier from a knockout. Anyway, this night, Tony Perez is like, he's reading a newspaper. I mean, he, I mean, Tommy Morrison is getting hit with shots you would not believe. I mean, yikes, they were crazy. So I run up in the ring, I'm screaming, I'm jumping up and down, I get Larry's attention, Larry finally stops the fight. Larry jumps off of the apron, Larry, Larry Hazard, the athletic commissioner, stops the fight. Boom. So, you know, fast forward three or four years, Tommy Morrison goes through some ups and some downs, and then we're in 1995, we're in Kansas City, Missouri, and I'm doing the television for Tommy Morrison's fight against Razor Ruddick. Oh, it went in in the fifth round. A pretty, I think it was the fifth round. Anyway, bottom line is, went in in a knockout with uh, re- the referee Ron Lipton, probably giving Tommy Morrison a bit of a break there. But the bottom line is, Razor Ruddick and Tommy Morrison went back and forth. Uh, Tommy would eventually win. We would go to the back to our hotel. I think we're saying like the Radisson, one of those chain hotels, something like that. So we go back to our hotel, and I go back, go up to Tommy's room or to a, a suite. Uh, uh, up in the penthouse area, and Tommy's laying on a bed, and this doctor's stitching up his eyes, stitching up his eyes with gloves on. Because, you know, Tommy Morrison, uh, some people thought he had HIV and AIDS at that point in time. Anyway, the bottom line is, I don't know whether he did or not, but I'm watching him. For the last time I ever came in contact with him, he's getting his eyes stitched up, and there's blood all over the place, okay? A little eerie, especially when you think about it later, because he did come, of course, in contact with HIV and or AIDS. We'll get to that in just a second. So anyway, fast forward couple more years, and Tommy Morrison is out of boxing. He goes into Las Vegas to fight, I think, a guy named Art Weathers or something like that. They test him for the... Uh for uh, for the HIV and he pa- he comes back positive for the HIV test so and he has can't box anymore so he says bad behavior and you know things like that led to this HIV positive rolling in this anyway you know he was he was really apologetic in this kind of good stuff and I guess he had to be so anyway humble as he was uh, or humble as he seemed he went away then he came back a couple years later and wanted to have a fight he had a fight over in uh, I guess Marcus Rodi I think over in in Japan or China Japan in Asia and of course he ended up winning. In that fight. Then he had another fight against some schmo. And then he had another fight in Mexico. His last fight was in Mexico. I didn't even know that take place. That took place like 2007, 2008, and he beat some guy in a fourth round knockout, something like that. So anyway, all the while, Tommy Morrison is testing negative for the HIV virus. So he's saying to, him, saying to everybody, look, 
I'm cured. I never had HIV to begin with. No, no, no. What he was doing, in my opinion, in the opinion of, of, of viral doctors, is he was taking these antiviral drugs, AZT or something like that, or a relative of AZT, and he was bringing his AIDS or his HIV level down to undetectable amounts during blood tests. He still had it. He just couldn't detect it because of the drugs he was taking. Okay, so he decided he had cured himself. He was cured. He got married to a new lady. I think her name was Marsha or something. Like that. He got married to a new lady and, and he had cured himself. I mean, Tommy was cured. He didn't need any of the HIV medicine anymore. No, no, no way, no how. So he gets off the medicine. I guess he gets on some type of herbs and this and that. Before you know it, he begins to decline. I mean, really decline. And then his mother, before just before he dies, his mother comes out and says he has full-blown AIDS and, you know, he's about to die. Tommy Morris is about to die. So his, his wife, I think it was his second wife, Trish is saying, no, no, he doesn't have HIV. There's no merit to that. Bottom line is um, she put up some videos in the past few weeks on the Internet in which Tony Holden played a part in that. Of course, Tony Holden, my former employer, a promoter, of course, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Let's Get It On boxing series with myself and Mills Lane. Of course, before Mills had that stroke and stroked out on us, of course, we had the CBS television contract, but Mills stroked out. So Tony Holden does this video, uh, and he talks about Tommy Morrison not having AIDS. I don't know what the controversy is of Tommy Morrison having HIV back in 1992 or 1993 or something like that. I don't know what the controversy was. They're trying to say that some people said he had it for four or five years. Tony Holden saying he didn't. I don't know what that means. What does it matter? You know what I'm saying? He ended up dying from it eventually, or, they, or, or, or they're not saying. So the family's saying he isn't. His mother said he did. Trish says he isn't. But at the end of the day, you know, I guess everybody's got their way to go. If they want to go, I mean, that's that's their call. But when they pull this stagecraft, and in my opinion, it was stone cold stagecraft. And what I mean by stagecraft is when you have stagecraft is stagecraft is like when they when they fix a movie, like uh, you watch like The Exorcist, like when uh, when when uh, something jumps out of somebody's stomach or something like that, like some some horror movie, and bam, a baby jumps out. I mean, you, you sort of you, how can I put this? You sort of know that it's stagecraft, okay? You just know it's stagecraft because it's a movie. It's not real. So they had this Tommy Morrison video up there where they showed an alleged wound of his, and they said there was something in the wound, and his wife is going, look, look. She's speaking over the video, and she's going, look, there's something in the wound there. And she starts pulling. They end up putting a pair of tweezers, and they pull out 12 yards of gauze, okay? That's 36 feet of gauze, they're trying to say, I'm, I'm kidding you. They pulled out 36 feet of gauze. So they're trying to tell us that it was septic poisoning, that he was, that Tommy Morrison died of septic poisoning because of the fact that somebody left, uh, 36 feet of gauze. A, a foot is 12 inches. Think about that. All right. A foot is 12 inches. 36 feet of gauze was left in his body. So they pull this 36 inches out and it's really creepy. I got this video that they sent me. It's really, really creepy. They're pulling it out. And at the end of the thing, all I could think was stone called stagecraft. I mean, absolute stagecraft, meaning it was a prop. It was set up. And I have no idea or what motivates somebody to want to do something like that. I mean, Tommy, Tommy had his ups. He had his downs. He was Tommy Morrison. He was Tommy the Duke Morrison. He was a Tommy Gunn, the movie star. I mean, you know, he was getting getting a whole lot of leg action down there in L.A. for a while. He was playing around with Stallone and those guys, okay? And, of course, the AIDS that probably got that from shooting steroids. 
I mean, he, he admitted to me at one point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, did you ever take steroids? He goes, mm, I'm not going to say I didn't. And I said, whoa, whoa, just put it to me. I'm not going to say I didn't. So evidently at one point in time, he took some Flintstone vitamins, okay? So Tommy took the Flintstone vitamins, built his body up, and then broke his body down eventually by getting HIV. And, of course, I thought it was from shooting, there, shooting steroids. But it came, could have came from promiscuous sex. I'm no judge on that. At the end of the day, though, that t- imagine this. Pulling 12 yards of gauze out of somebody's body piece by piece. And if you, I'll, I think I'll put this up on my YouTube, on my, uh, on the Ring Talk or the Pedro Fernandez, uh, Facebook page, the actual video, because it was a bit of a mind blower. And so, I mean, I'm probably not believing me right now that somebody pulled 36, 36 foot, 36 feet of gauze out of somebody's body. They're trying to say that they left that in his body and that's what killed him. Talk about horse spit with an H. That's what it is. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Kenny Rainford, of course, coming up in hour number two. Mr. UK in the training camp of World Heavyweight Champion Tyson Fury. We'll hear from Ernie Shavers in hour number two. Ali. We'll be here as well. Of course, the greatest Muhammad Ali in 1968 goes back in time. Of course, Howard Cosell and he go back and forth for a few minutes. They loved each other, no doubt about it. The greatest TV twosome ever in the world of sports. Cosell and Ali a little bit later on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This is your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You told me you were leaving. You gave your folks the blame and made me cry again. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own uh, his own uh, mind, I should say, but he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him, so I see him getting himself in good condition so that he can fire back. Never been one to say die. Never been one to hide out. He comes on, damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Good old DK, Don King. Not answering the phone of late. I hope his health is um okay. But the godfather of referees not answering the phone. I've called him like three times in the last, say, month to four or five weeks, and he hasn't picked up. So straight up, I hope he's feeling better. Because he wasn't feeling all that. Actually, last time I talked to him, he was feeling great. The time I talked, time before that, he wasn't feeling all that good. And he told me he was. This is what he said. Quote: This was a little eerie from coming from Don King. Son, he used to never called me son. Son, I'm playing a, a good game with a short stick. And I sort of saw that. I sort of took that as some some type of a mission of death or something like that. Anyway, bottom line is Don King rock and roll and still like almost ninety years old. Him and Bob Aaron, man. If those two guys could get could get together. Um, they could really put on some super events. Of course, Don's got to get a few fighters, but I mean, Aram's still rock and rolling, 88, 89 years old, Mr. Bob Aram, Mr. Girl Scout Cookies himself. Canelo Promotions, of course, and Matchroom Boxing. Matchroom Boxing being, of course, Barry Hearn, and Canelo Promotions being basically Canelo's trainer, his manager, uh, his trainer is, trainer is his manager's son, I've been told. Anyway, the bottom line is Canelo Promotions, you know, the man, pound for pound, the king right now, the guy from Mexico, once beaten fighter, lost that fight to Floyd Mayweather several years ago when he, he had two left feet, didn't know how to move his feet around, was basically a green fighter. That's why uh, Mayweather fought him then and there because the bottom line is he had a good chance of beating him. Maybe now, not so much. Anyway, he's going to fight uh, Callum Smith at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Of course, Saturday, December the 19th, that's going to be live on the zone. Back on the zone? What's the way? Back on the zone? Didn't Canelo just leave the zone? Didn't Canelo just leave the zone? Didn't he have some like like four hundred million dollar contract? He just left the zone. Now he'll be back on the zone, live on the zone in two hundred plus countries and territories worldwide on TV Azteca in Mexico. Well, you know, bottom line is they're going to put some tickets on sale for this fight. I guess I hope they have some social distancing involved. But the bottom line is the man, Canelo Alvarez, pound for pound king of boxing. Of course, the pay-per-view guy, the guy that turns the cranks. He turns the cranks, baby. He does. He lost that one fight to Mayweather. But everybody else he's beaten. I mean, he beat Sergi, Sergi, um, 
Sergey Kovalev for the light heavyweight title. He's not a light heavyweight, so he moved up in weight. He did something that Marvin Hagler wouldn't do, and that's my knock against Marvin. Marvin never wanted to move up in weight and make really challenge anybody. You know, you sort of challenge people when you move up in weight. Believe me, I moved up in weight, and I could beat good welterweights, but I couldn't beat real good welterweights. As far as great welterweights are going, that wasn't happening. You're uncomfortable? They were just way too big. I remember one time thinking I could beat Mark Breland. Size, I said, I can get, if I get to Mark Breland, I can get under his arms and hit his body and this and that. Then, then I stood next to Mark Breland and realized, yikes, the guy's like an octopus, six foot two, and his jab hits hard. Anyway, Canelo now, 53, that one loss to Mayweather. Uh, two draws and 36 KOs, of course. He hasn't, fought, he hasn't fought in the Alamo Dome, I think, since 2013. Of course, he fought the former champion, Austin Trout. Austin Trout, of course, still in that lawsuit with the WBO. I don't know what's going on with that, but the bottom line is maybe we'll have some headlines on that in the upcoming future. But uh, Smith, now, 27 is it, 19 KOs. A tough guy from the U.K., no doubt about that. I mean, you know, he comes to fight, and he will he will bring it, and he'll have the entire U.K. up at 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever that's going to go down in, in, in England. Uh, the kid from Liverpool, of course, the town that brought us the Beatles, so they'll be rocking and rolling, but he ain't going to win. Uh, sorry, but he's just not going to win. I mean, he's just not. I mean, he's just, I, I give him a lot of props, a lot of a lot of um, uh, uh, he's done well in his boxing career, but he's not going to beat this guy, just not. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., remember him, the suicide blonde? What do you mean suicide blonde, Pedro? His hair was dyed by his own hands, a.k.a. suicide blonde. Anyway, Chavez Jr. came back and fought some guys the other night. They didn't have that much ability, and, of course, they wanted to do this on purpose. They did this down there in Sinaloa, Mexico. Of course, Chavez, with that blonde hair, as I said, looking like a... Nah, I'm not going to say it. Anyway, former WBC middleweight champion Julio Cesar Chavez, now 56-5, and five, one draw and 34 KOs, crushed or crashed or destroyed Jason Murda. Of course, 14-3 and 1, 8 KOs in 4 rounds was Friday night in Sinaloa, Mexico. On the undercard, uh, Jorge Arce, uh, one of Jorge Arce's kids, unbeaten bantamweight Kareem Arce, 18-0, 2 draws and 8 KOs. You know, when you, when you see these guys that are the sons of world champions and they got draws, you got to really get suspicious about that because that means, you know, they probably lost that fight and they gave him a draw. Anyway, that's the way it goes. Kareem Marcy, 18 0, uh, two draws and eight KOs, not a big puncher. A 10 round unanimous winner over, guess who? Uh, Jesus Carlton. Carlton came in at nine and seven, left at nine and eight. I mean, that's not a fight. Nine and eight, two KOs. I mean, the guy's got 18 fights and so putting him in the ring like that. That's what's wrong with boxing. Uh, speaking of what's wrong with boxing, wow, Gabriel Rosado. You would think that he would have came to fight, man. Him and Danny Jacobs, I mean, they're in a crossroads match Friday night. Of course, they were rocking and rolling, but they didn't rock and roll. There weren't too many clean, clean punches, per se. And, and the judges, well, they were sort of like bored at the end as well, like I was to an extent. Score was 115-113, three different, uh, two different ways. What I mean was 115-113 twice for Jacobs. Of course, the favorite going into the fight, a three-and-a-half, four-to-one favorite. Better than that, somebody said it was seven-to-one in some, some places. Anyway, 115-113, they had it for Rosado. 115-113 twice for Jacobs, of course. And it was a clash of the IBF uh, regional title, 2016 Olympic gold medalist. Of course, I think he's coming to us from Brazil. Danyar, oh, man, I'm having a good one. Eula Solov, now, now 10 and 0, 6 KOs, knocked out a hobo by the, oh, I take that back, he's not a hobo, former, you know, Julius and Dongo, I remember seeing him in the gym in LA a couple different times and saying to myself, this guy really got some ability, but just, just didn't have that, didn't have that, 
that step up to the next level, even though he was a former unified champion, 140 pounds, but he didn't really, didn't know he was a good fighter, not a great fighter. Anyway, now 23 and 3, 12 KOs. Of course, the time was 124 at the end of the day. Um, good card of boxing, no doubt about that. Of course, and Chavez Jr., what can I say? You know, they're going to try to run him back again, and he's an overachiever if there ever was one. I mean, I met the kid in San Jose, California. He didn't, he didn't shave yet. I mean, he had a couple of hairs coming off his lip and this and that, and you know, and he wanted to, to be a superstar. I mean, I don't mean a superstar in boxing, a superstar in the world at large. I mean, cause, you know, he went after some Hollywood girls as far as Hollywood, Mexican Hollywood's concerned and Latino Mexico, Mexico. He had some nice starlets that he had on his arm and things like that. And of course, I told you he was having sex when a referee went in to check on him to give him uh, final instructions before about at the LA forum. Now that's what I was told. And who told me that? The referee. I kid you not. He said, he, I said, I went into, to check Chavez last night. I said, yeah, big deal. And that's what you got to do. It's your job. No, 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 you don't get it. I said, well, Chavez wasn't ready. What do you mean Chavez was ready? Now he was in the shower with a girlfriend. I said, was, was the shower running? He said, no. So we were in a dry shower, uh, unbeknownst to the referee before he came in to give the final instructions before the fight. Obviously, he had to come back. Now, I'm getting some texts in here, Pedro. You're dissing Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. They're in their 50s. They put on a good boxing exhibition. It was exciting for me. I'm glad, John, I'm glad it was exciting for you, okay? But, you know, if you look back at the history of boxing, um, I tried to pump the, I look back at the history of boxing. Old champions have always done exhibitions like this. Jack Tunney, uh, I think Muhammad Ali done some exhibitions when he was champion. I don't remember him doing a whole lot of exhibitions after he retired, but some guys do. And some guys, you know, some guys have made a living on it. I mean, Jack Dempsey has made a living on it, no doubt about that. He scored millions of dollars going around the country doing exhibitions. But, Exhibitions are just that. They're exhibitions, except when I'm involved. Because every exhibition I was involved with, except for that one with the world 190-pound champion at the time, of course, that's when cruiserweights were back at 190 pounds back in 1984. That was Carlos De Leon when I went four rounds with him down in San Mateo. Four rounds with Butch Gomez, four rounds with Carlos De Leon. That shows you what kind of shape I was back in the day as an amateur. I was coming off the uh, the uh, decision loss to Vernon Webb. Vincent Webb in the 1984 Olympic Western Olympic trials, of course, in Colorado Springs was coming off that. I was in real good shape, and man, man, that was a good night. Of course, De Leon winning a 12-round decision, a 12-round decision back when there were 12-round fights. Of course, 12-round fights becoming the happening part in the 1980s, but you know, he was a 12-round decision over Bash Ali. And Bash Ali is a is one of those colorful characters that had more mouth than anything else because Bash couldn't fight a lick. You talk about a guy with two left feet. I mean, holy cow. All you had to do was step over to the right on Bash. Every time he came at you, you took one step over and you threw right hands over his jab. It just was there. I mean, he was a cruiserweight. And yet, he was winning all these fights. And I kept seeing seeing this guy's record. He's climbing in the ratings. And, and in the gym, he's a piece of... Yeah, you know, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm licking him. Other guys are beating him up. He's a punching bag. And yet he's ranked number one by the WBC. So anyway, we're getting to the great Bash Ali story. So they get him ranked number one at Cruiserweight. Back as I said, when it was 190 pounds, he's ranked number one by the IBF, the WBC, and the WBA, the number one contender across the board. So they take a fight. They take a fight. Sonny Marston was his manager at the time. They took a fight. Sonny Marston, of course, uh, guided me to two Golden Gloves, my first two Golden Glove championships. He was in the corner. 
But Sonny ends up taking this fight with the uh, 1988 uh, Henry Tillman. He took with Henry Tillman, of course, another Olympic gold medalist. So he takes his fight with Bash Ali for a lousy $8,000. He's ranked number one by the WBC, the IBF, and the WBA. He's going to fight. I think Holyfield was a champion then. So it was going to be some big-time money, no doubt about that. So they put him in a fight with Henry Tillman, and he gets knocked out in like the blink of an eye. And, of course, he never fought again. He was a fraud to begin with. But what I'm trying to tell you is if they ever made, if ever there was a serious, I mean, a critical managerial mistake, Made by the boys here in San Francisco. That's why we never produced too many champions here. I mean, Andre Ward's from here, but he's like, he moved to Oakland and sort of built his boxing career in Oakland. He didn't build it in San Francisco. Nobody really builds their boxing career in San Francisco. I mean, it's just, it just ain't happening for a fight town. We had the oldest boxing gym in the history of the country before they shut it down in the 80s. Talk about Newman's Boxing Gym. I think it started in like 1907 or something like that. So it was the oldest boxing gym in the country. We had fights here that held 100,000 people out of the border at Sickles and Mission here in San Francisco. Sickles is right on the Daly City border. What they did was they built an arena out there outdoors, an outdoor arena where they would build stands and this kind of stuff, and people would come. 100,000 people would come and see fights. So San Francisco was a place there where boxing was happening, but it didn't produce the champions, per se, that it should have. And I just don't know why. Until I look back at the gym and Newman's gym in the day and I see people like Benny Ford and, you know, uh, Phil Rancatori and people like that and the aforementioned Sonny Marson, none of these guys were even remotely smart when it came to boxing. They weren't. So that's why San Francisco was such a miserable failure as far as producing champions. I mean, we had Ray Lunny third at one point in time or Ray Lunny Jr. His father, I believe, was a fighter and his, was a former fighter and his trainer. He could didn't do too much. He failed when they put him in world-class fights. Of course, Eric to Prince Martin, he never developed anything past the jab. Andy Nance never got past the California Championship. Of course, he was ranked number one at one point in time by the IBF. Was supposed to fight Terry Marsh. Both those guys never fought again. Of course, Nance claiming uh, headaches or head injuries from a fight, of course, he had with Mitchell Julian. It was a war at the Circle Star Theater. Man, it did take its toll on both guys, no doubt about that. But, but locally, of course, we had, hey, Mario Lesbrance, of course, the United States amateur champion from 1984. And, of course, he fought again in 1988. He stuck around too long for the Olympics. He stuck around for two Olympic Games. He tried to go for two Olympic Games. After they screwed him in 1984, Mario tried to go for it again in 1988. Took four years off his pro life when he first finally turned pro. He just didn't have it in my mind. Of course, so Mario, an outstanding amateur, but not making it as a pro. And of course, the son of God. God knows we had Andre Ward. And when I said that Andre Ward was going to win the Olympic gold medal, and everybody said to me, you're out of your mind. Gary Radnich had me on the radio. He was dogging me the whole nine yards. He said to me, you know, Pedro, man, you, you don't need to show for the hometown guy. I mean, he's fighting a guy that's much bigger than him. He's moving up in weight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, he's going to win. And not only did he win, he won brilliantly. Of course, the 2004 Olympic gold medals, the son of God, Mr. Andre Ward. May he, man, you know, and he's retired now. He looks like a retired fighter. More power to him. He doesn't look fatter like that, but he looks retired. He looks normal again. You know, that's not skinny. Bottom line is, great guy, no doubt about that. Married to his childhood sweetheart. They've got kids, man. No, no police record on Andre Ward. So while we haven't produced too many, we produced one great one, the great Andre Ward. From San Francisco, California, you're tuned to Ring Talk. But it's something else to watch. Two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And, and that's, what, that's why boxing is the way it is.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You think you won the fight? Yeah, but I'm good with a draw. Why? Because I entertained the crowd. The crowd was happy with it. He's going to pull it off again, folks. The con has just begun. If you bought that fight last night for $49.99, if you didn't steal it on the Internet, shame shame on you, man. $49.99 for what? To watch two old guys spar? Come on, you watch it at the gym. At the end of the night, of course, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones made a lot of money, more power to them, but they want to go back to the well and try to do it again. I heard him say it about 10 times in the interview. Please, let's know how to have an act number two. The UFC was rocking and rolling last night, of course, from... Uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada, in the Apex Center, Anthony Smith in a substitute main event, uh, defeat, defeated Devin Clark. The original main event, I think, was going to be Devon, uh, Devin Lewis, and, um, I can't remember the heavyweight. Anyway, 
Derek Lewis, and Derek Lewis tested positive for COVID, of course. So, so they stopped that fight. They pulled that fight off the card, and the main event turned out to be Smith and Devin Clark. Of course, it was submission hold, uh, a triangle choke in the very first round, 234 in. So I'm sort of cool on that. And the reason why I'm cool on that is they made this fight a five-round fight after it was announced as a three-round fight. In other words, at the last minute, they said Dana White with these guys said, you need to go five rounds. So I can see them preparing for a 15-round fight, but imagine that. They tell you the day before you're going to fight somebody, the fight's going from 15 minutes to 15 minutes to 25 minutes? From 15 minutes to 25 minutes in the blink of an eye? Overnight? How can you prepare for the overnight? You can't. That's why I'm glad this fight ended in the first round. At the end of the day, as I said, Dana's my, in my opinion, my favorite pimp. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Coming up, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. After the news, of course, I'll bring in the UK's Kenny Rayford coming to us from the Tyson Fury training camp. We'll talk with Ernie Shavers, a former heavyweight contender. Of course, we'll have some Ali and Howard Cosell as well. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, forthcoming after the news on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. USA Radio News. I'm Jeremy Scott. Two recounts in the presidential race have been completed in Wisconsin just days before results are to be certified. Officials today in Dane County, Wisconsin, released the results of an eight-day recount. President Trump picks up 45 votes. A recount in Milwaukee County went in favor of Joe Biden via 132 votes. Both recounts were paid for by President Trump. There's no word if his team plans any further legal fights. President Trump was on Fox News Sunday Morning Futures. We won the election easily. There's no way Joe Biden got 80 million votes. There's no way Joe Biden beat Barack Obama in the black communities of various cities. And then he did very badly compared to Obama in other cities throughout the United States. This election was a fraud. It was a rigged election. This is USA Radio News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members, and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. President-elect Joe Biden has added three members to his coronavirus task force. Jane Hopkins, Jill Jim, and David Michaels. Biden says their leadership will help address inequities in health outcomes and the workforce. He introduced them on Saturday. The transition team plans to address bolstering testing, contact tracing, and the distribution of a vaccine. 
The Department of Justice and Central American countries confront corruption and gangs. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, here's Lance Pry. El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and the U.S. Department of Justice have brought criminal charges against more than 700 members of MS-13 and 18th Street gang members, the Department of Justice announced Friday. Attorney General William Barr said a one-week coordinated law enforcement action under Operation Regional Shield combating transnational organized crime. In Honduras alone, the operation resulted in the arrest of over 75 MS-13 and 18th Street gang members, five police officers, and numerous search warrants executed. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here's some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. According to Adobe Analytics, which tracks online shopping, Cyber Monday is expected to be the biggest online shopping day in U.S. history, with sales forecasted to hit $12.7 billion. That's up $2 billion from last year. Americans spent about $9 billion online during Black Friday, a 22% increase. Retail tracker Sensormatic Solutions says shoppers visiting stores in person was down 52%. Moments after a draw, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. reacted to Saturday night's hyped fight. Lance Pry reports from the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau. It was billed as the fabulous 50s. Rapper Snoop Dogg best described it. Like two of my uncles fighting at the barbecue. Uh, 54-year-old Mike Tyson and 51-year-old Roy Jones Jr. stepped into the ring one more time in an exhibition fight. The pay-per-view event at the Staples Center in Los Angeles Saturday night ended in a draw. Mike Tyson on the WBC scored fight. Okay, uh, I'm good with that. Yeah, but I'm good with a draw because I entertained the crowd. The crowd was happy with it. Roy Jones Jr. on the tie. I don't do draws. <laughs> I like it. But the dude is so strong, man. And I understand why they say some things are bucket list. Because when he hits you, if it's his head, his punches, his body shots, it don't matter. Everything hurts. So for me, I thought I did enough boxing on the outside to edge it out. But, you know, I'm cool with a draw. I mean, we just might have tried to do it again. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Maynard. Putting on a show! 
And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline headquarters in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated, never duplicated, 37 plus years now, I'm knocking out all bums. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host, and I'm feeling quite modest today, of course. Myself, uh, feeling you know, pretty good being up there in age, watching those two old guys go at it last night in an exhibition. Of course, both guys in their 50s talking about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. And while I didn't watch it live, I watched it on YouTube because I wasn't giving him forty nine ninety buying not to fight. Watch him and some some internet troll uh, from YouTube fight as far as knocking out. Oh, that was terrible, wasn't it? The NBA star Nate Robinson got knocked out. He was a slam dunk champion three or four different times, and he got slam dunked on TV. I mean, like snoring, like to sleep, like you can count to 40, like Roy Jones back in the day getting knocked out. Speaking of Roy Jones, give him some props. He came looking fat as far as the weigh-in was going, 210 pounds. Of course, a 210-pound middleweight is a fat middleweight. I mean, that's what he was. He was a great middleweight at one point in time, of course, winning Olympic gold, Olympic silver at 156 pounds. Of course, striking gold first at 154, then 160, and then 168, and 175. Of course, he captured the heavyweight championship, beating Johnny Louise, who I called Auntie Louise back in the day. Of course, beat Johnny Louise. And that was a big, big move, no doubt about that. But then again, I always thought, and people say to me, man, how can you say this? But I thought there were Flintstone vitamins involved with that one. I just did. Roy just moved up in weight, and then Roy looked so good, and then the next fight looked so bad. So I'm trying to say maybe there were some Flintstone vitamins involved in that fight. Bottom line is, in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, I will bring you to the U.K. We'll bring in one of Tyson Fury's guys from his training camp. We'll talk about Kenny Rainford. We're here for Ernie Shavers and Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell as well. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. But you knew that. the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. We saved big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yay! This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! <laughs> yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. 
Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let this play. Of course, this was a tribute to Notorious B.I.G., after getting blown away, Puff Daddy and Sting put this together. I think at the the Grammys or something like that. But at the end of the day, of course, Puff Daddy was accused of being part of a of orchestrating the notorious B.I.G. killing. If you look some of those like Netflix specials, that kind of good stuff. Who knows where the truth actually lays there? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking through world of boxing, MMA. You know. The Brit, the Brits actually, European, Europe has got some heavyweights of note. Of course, we've got the, uh, 2012 Olympic gold medalist. The once beaten got beat by Andy Ruiz. I mean, Andy Ruiz. Bottom line is, ee. talking about Anthony Joshua. Of course, one time we thought he was going to be a stud. We had David Price. He was another stud. Of course, um, Tyson Fury is the world linear world heavyweight champion right now. No doubt about that. I believe un- unbeaten in 28 fights. Of course, had that one draw with Deontay Wilder, very controversial. It came back and pasted Wilder in the rematch. Of course, Wilder talking about a third fight, but plus, do we really, but, but, do we really need a third one? Anyway, another heavyweight starting to make a note. The 2016, I think, Olympic gold medalist. His name is Tony Yoka from France, 9-0, 7 KOs. Uh, had a decision win last night over journeyman Christian Hammer. Hammer drops to 25-7. and seven. But whether he's a guy to watch or not, we'll find out from my next guest. Of course, he comes to us from the UK. He is the one, the only, the incomparable, Mr. Kenny Rayford. Kenny, how's life treating you, man? No, not so bad, not so bad, not so bad, Pedro. Not so bad? I mean, is, is COVID, you know, COVID's going crazy over here in... And, uh, and, and I told a friend of mine that they got together for Thanksgiving. I said, you know, according to my doctor, and I talked to my doctor at UCSF, if you got together for Thanksgiving with, for, with people that you didn't live with, this and that, you should probably quarantine for 14 days. Man, I am the most unpopular guy in the world right now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we got the same here. We, we, we're only coming out of lockdown, um, next Wednesday, our second lockdown. Um, but it, it's, 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 it's it's a virus. It's a flu virus that's gone crazy, and it's uh, until they get an antidote for it, we're going to be in and out of lockdown like you wouldn't believe. You know. 
Well, I know, but here's what's up. Here's what you, you got to realize: there's 30 percent of this country here doesn't believe it even exists. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man, we have a certain amount of people, mainly um, right wing types in this country, but we've got some actual people of Latino descent and some blacks as well that think that this COVID virus is a hoax. And yet people are dying left and right around them. How do you convince somebody of something that's so obvious? Kenny, can you tell me that? Well, you're talking to someone who's had it. I had it. I, I caused it at the end of August, uh, the August bank holiday. I caused it. I was in a I was in a right mess for eight days. If I hadn't have been as, as as fit as I was for my age, perhaps would have got me somewhat worse. But Pedro, I went to I went to four funerals in two weeks from family members and friends with the COVID disease. You know, it it it, it strikes you, and within within minutes hours, you can be high and then you can be as low as the floor. You know. It it really takes it really takes a hold of you like you wouldn't believe. And people who don't believe in it, you know, they need to go and you know they they need to go and get a brain cell because it's very very real. The figures are there. The president no doesn't believe in it. He supposedly had it. This guy that's about to get booted out of the White House, he supposedly had it, which I sort of find a little funny. But he supposedly had it, and he's telling people to get together for Thanksgiving. Don't worry about it. This and that, and and, and every other scientist in the world is saying, don't get together for Thanksgiving. So you have these people. Thirty percent of the, and probably thirty percent of my listeners f- believe the president. You know what I'm saying? And he spoke, spoke, speaking one in one direction. Imagine if we had a leader here in the United States that came out and said, "You know what? It isn't a crime to wear a mask. Let's all wear a mask for a few months until we can get this virus taken care of." Can we all get together on that? You know what I'm saying? Instead of starting diversity in a war, but you know that's what we have in the United States, man. Thirty percent of the people here will not wear masks. Probably the same here, Pedro. You know, same same here. You know, you get the fools walking around without a mask on. They think they're big. They think they're larger than life. And uh, you know, it's it's crazy. I don't know what 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 ticks in the head at all. You know. You know, you know, Kenny. Um, I lived through the AIDS AIDS uh, the AIDS crisis here in San Francisco, and I was a single guy at the time. So what I did was I grabbed my girlfriend and I made sure I didn't fool around. So I mean, you could you could avoid AIDS by not dropping your pants. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there was a way to avoid AIDS. With something that's floating in the air, you really can't avoid it, per se. And I try to tell people that, you know, and some friends of mine got together for Thanksgiving, and now they won't, they, they won't even return my phone calls. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the, 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 there you go. Some, peop, some people have, have got it, and some people haven't. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the heavyweights. Um, what's Tyson Fury doing? He's training right now? No, he's, the camp stopped. Um He's a bit upset because uh, he's supposed to fight this kid, this European champion, Cabello, or, uh, the one who fought, uh, who beat up on Chisora not so long ago. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the money deal fell through from the TVs and stuff. They weren't offering enough money. So he's a bit on, he's a bit upset at the moment because, you know, he should have been getting this fight. Um, and it's all fell apart. Um, Wilder's kicked off again, as you probably know about the rematch. And it's a, it's a whole mess. The guy just wants to get in the ring again. Defend his title. Uh, his sponsors want, you know, some some airtime, and unfortunately, it's fell through. And uh, you know, he's he's not happy at the minute. You know, so Frank Warren and the TV company is going to have to come together and formulate a plan quick to get him out of there because he's just been in a a, a pretty long training camp and he's been working hard. And for it all to just end in in a day's notice is he's he, you know he's obviously upset. You know, how long how long was he in camp? He's been in camp for weeks. Um, he's, he's probably been in camp close to two months, you know. 
You, you know what? You know what? At least he didn't find out the way I used to find out in the amateurs. You know, I used to find out in the amateurs when I got to the weigh-in and I looked across. Well, you know what? I used to get to the weigh-in myself and then wait to be get. I'd almost be getting ready to get gloved up, and then they'd tell me <laughs> he didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't, what, do you mean, what do you mean he's not here? I remember starving. I remember for this guy, Bill Hernandez, was supposed to be Hernandez versus Fernandez at the Racist Olympic Club. And I think he had a golden glove or he had some regional title from Northern California, from Sacramento. And I was ready to rumble with him. So I went there and I was willing to fight in, the, in this racist club. It was actually, no doubt about it, it was a racist club. So I was willing to fight there to fight him. And he didn't show up. And I was... You know, and I sweat down to 139, Kenny. You know what it's like to go down there and wait, and these guys don't show up, man. That's the most frustrating thing in the entire world. So Tyson Fury's was ready to rock. He'd been in camp a few weeks. I thought Bob Aaron was calling his shots. Well, he's he's, he's got Barbarum, and he's got, obviously, the TV networks, and he's also got Frank Warren as well. You know, Frank Warren's went along with Bob Aram. Um, obviously, Bob Adams had some issues with uh, Crawford and stuff of late, so maybe he's been sidelined with stuff. I don't know, but I think I think what it was, I think um, I think the opponent just didn't didn't you know set the world on fire with the TV companies, you know. So I don't know, you know, we, we, we you know we'll we'll find out this week what's happening with him, and uh, we'll be sure to let you know for a million percent exactly what way he's going because he needs to get active now, you know, he needs to get. You know, he needs to get some rounds under him. Okay, okay. So switch gears just for a second to Deontay Wilder. The mask was too heavy. Um, he got tired because they put uh, volumes in his water. Mark Breland put water in his put volumes muscle relaxers in his water. He was drugged. I mean, ha! He's idiot buffoon. What 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 word fits idiot? What what word applies to Deontay Wilder? Idiot buffoon clown? Which one? All of the above? I think probably all of them. But you know what the guy did? The guy did the cardinal sin, the sin that they all do these days when you're heavyweight. Try and become bigger. Deontay Wilder relies on speed. That power is generated by speed. He went and packed himself. I don't know what was it, twenty thirty pounds heavier. What is he? How how can you train hard, Pedro, and put 20, 30 pounds on? Like Andy Ruiz. You know, it was the same thing. Although, <laughs> although Deontay Wilder looked apart, he was glugged down with that 20, 30 pound he put on to, to be a big heavyweight. He was already a big heavyweight. He was like a Jeff Merritt-style heavyweight. He needs agility and he needs, he needs agility and he needs speed. He doesn't need to be weighted down with, with, with his own weight, let alone the size of Tyson Fury mauling all over him you know he he was his own worst enemy he, he just didn't train as he should have trained and and that's it he's got himself to blame that's why he gassed out yeah speaking of gassing out daniel dubois gassed out against joe joyce what was going on there i mean come on he was gassed out by the second round i think he was gassed out after the 50 first 15 seconds wasn't he Whoa. it's crazy these guys are all trying to become big they look like bodybuilders not 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 fighters but you know, the thing was, a friend of mine tipped Joyce to win. I'll be honest with you, I thought, I thought, uh, Dubois was going to win it. Me but too. Neither, neither one of them's going to set the world on fire. Let's be honest with you. You know, all credit to, you know, Dubois was gassed out. He, you know, he, uh, he come unstuck. He can't, he can't even slip a left jab. You know, Kenny, we were going to go to a break, but I'm laughing because one time I was gassed out so bad, I looked like I was having an asthma attack. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Back with the UK's Kenny Rainford after the break. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Hour number two of the Sunday edition, 26 minutes past the hour. We are talking with our ace from across the pond. I'm talking about Mr. Kenny Rainford. And Kenny, of course, Anthony Joshua is going to take on uh, Kubrick Polev. Can Pulev uh, pull the trigger here at all, seeing, seeing Joshua has shown he has the propensity maybe to get knocked out? Um, he, he probably... I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Joshua on that one. I think, uh, I think Joshua's just... I think he's learned some, um, some valuable lessons from the, that, the, the, the Ruiz uh, situation, but I think he'll... Uh, I think he'll... he'll uh, 
I think he'll be able to manage it with him. You know, Hector Martinez, who managed Roberto Duran at one point in time, he was a two-time amateur Golden Glove champion, he said that the, that the reason why that he lost to Ruiz, Anthony Joshua, is that he brought his Ruiz, he brought his chin into Ruiz's punching range without just total disregard. He, and he didn't think that the Andy could punch. Of course, Andy ended up knocking him out. So he's sort of doing that safety first type of thing. I don't really want to see a safety first type of fighter fighting fighting at six foot seven. I mean, the Klitschko's they were sort of bruisers at first, and then they turned into to stay, you know boxers per se, and they got a little boring. And their legacy is going to their legacy, of course, as far as all time greats concerned, is going to probably be a little bit tarnished because of that. Yeah, yeah, but let's let's not carry the way with Joshua as an all time great. He's far from it, you know. He's got a lot of flaws. Um, an awful lot of flaws. His chin being one, his mobility. I mean, don't forget, Klitschko almost knocked him out as well. Yeah. Okay. Here's a knockout that took place earlier in the year. Wow. Alexander Bovekin snuck that uppercut in against Dillian White. Was that boxing at its best as far as pure beauty was concerned or what? Oh, just great, wasn't it? Great to see. Oh. Great. And Dillian White, and there's another guy that put on 25 or 30 pounds. What's going on with his weight thing? What, what happened there? I think the training and and the, the all-you-can-eat buffets, myself, uh, I mean, these guys, he, he was supposed to have gone away to um, to Lanzarote, which is a Canary Isle, uh, about two hours, four hours flight from the UK, and he was supposed to have got a training camp up there. There's no way he's been training hard up there. He's, he's been eating hard and partying hard, maybe, but he certainly won't have been training hard the weight he's coming, and I, it's, a, it's a joke. Okay, so Pavekin and him rumble again, and uh, of course the promoters want to get this rematch going. It was it was postponed, I believe. Pavekin tested positive for COVID. Um, when they do rumble again, do we see the same thing? In other words, do we see Dillian White opening up an early lead, slapping slapping a Pavekin, and then him eventually sneaking in the knockout punch? Because that that wasn't how can I put this? That wasn't a lucky shot there. The way he positioned himself and bobbed to that one side and moved to the other and faint. I mean, that was, that was well planned. Correct. And do you know what we're going to get a rerun of? Everyone's anticipating an exciting fight. Ah. For me, we're going to get a rerun of Ruiz Joshua too. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's change switch gears. Let's talk lightweights for a second. Tiafimo Lopez. Are people on that side of the, uh, of the pond excited about the new lightweight champion? Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought maybe I'd get a little bit more out of you than that. Of course, he came off that, he beat Lomachenko. Lomachenko, like, like undefeated and like almost five, four and something fights, if you count his pro and his amateur career careers put together. He had a seven round lead, I thought, going into the eighth round. He won the first seven rounds. And then people were like upset about some of the scores afterwards. Why were, why were people screaming about the scores? Cause they were too one sided? Probably, yeah. And also, the, it's just the age-old thing as well. Then then they, they, they try and tarnish a win by the opponent claiming they had shoulder injuries, this injury, that injury. It's, it's, it's yeah, beggar's belief. Okay, uh, I'm, got to, I'm about to dump on a guy that I've been real high on in the past. Oleg Usek. He didn't look that good against Derek Tezora. Talk to me about that. No, he didn't because... It, you got to remember, he's come up from cruiserweight. What was that? His second heavyweight fight. Uh, the guy's not a puncher. He's he's never going to be. He's never going to develop like when Holyfield came from cruiserweight. Uh, well, light heavyweight, then cruiserweight, and then he came to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. You know, he took on 
he took on real good fighters, didn't he? They weren't at the best, but they were good fighters. James Tillis, he had that war with Michael Dokes. So in those few early fights, you could see that Holyfield was going to mould into the heavyweight pitcher. Uh, with Usek, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to make it as a as a heavyweight at all. Okay, what about Tony Yoka, the kid from France that won the Olympic gold medal, six foot seven, two thousand sixteen Olympic gold medalist, won a, a decision, I believe, this week over Christian Hammer. Hammer falls to twenty five and seven. Is he got any goods? Eh, possibly, possibly. Time will tell. You know, we, you know, we see how, we, how how he comes on when he starts stepping up the opposition and stuff. You know, it's uh, like you say. There's no one. There's no one really out there that excites excites me like they should do. I mean, just stepping back to the Dubois fight, there was no, there was no, the work rate was ridiculously slow. I was watching the TV, imagining Dubois being pasted in the face by a jab by Sonny Liston or Larry Holmes. And you just think to yourself, oh, it made you cringe with the, 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 what would happen. And then you look at, you look at, um, um, uh, you, you, you know, know, Joyce. I, I, and he you with his head in his chest, just banging him and banging him, banging him. And that, that brings reality home to me that these heavyweights are just, uh, just not, anywhere near the level of what we've seen in the past. You know, I I, I I was saying a few weeks ago, I was thinking about coming coming out of retirement at senior citizen age and at 140 pounds and fighting Joe Joyce. That's how bad Joe Joyce looked in that last fight. So then yeah. yesterday, I mean, he did, it's not that he looked fantastic or something like that. It's just Dubois just, he gassed, what did you say, 15 seconds? He gassed early. What, I mean, do these guys run? I don't think so. I think they run to the, run to the nearest Burger King or McDonald's or whatever it is they're eating. But the, you know, you, you, you bang on. And do you know who made? I know we're going to step step back into uh, into a fighter who fought the other night in the exhibition. Mm. Roy Jones was interviewed on TV, mm. and I know I have been in camps with Roy Jones. So I know exactly what Roy Jones is about. And he says we, we've lost grip with technique and fitness. You know, the, these trainers now want to get put a guy in front of a heavy bag and punch you 200 times in a straight line. When are you going to get an opponent in front of you that you can punch with 200 straight punches? Okay, that's stamina and that's conditioning. But what about the technique? What about throwing a double jab right hand, left hook to the body, left hook to the head? These trainers don't seem to be spending an awful lot of time doing that. So that's, you know, that's another reason why these fighters are gassing out, not looking the part. They've got no technique. Okay. A couple of minutes left with uh, Kenny Rainford, of course, our UK ace. Kenny, Calaplant, and Canelo Alvarez. What's going to happen there? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on the fence on that one. Well, I mean, is, is, does Plant have those tools to beat him? Um, I'd say no, but I've been proven wrong lately, so <laughs> I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I really thought Dubois was going to roll over Joyce. You know that? Well, I did as well. I th- I thought he was, but you know, a friend of mine told me bet all the money on Joyce. Joyce is going to beat him. He's got his number. He's awkward as hell, and he ain't going to eat. You know, Dubois needs to go back and learn not only to be fit, but he needs to learn to slip a jab. I don't think he slipped one jab all night. Okay, Billy Joe Sanders and Martin Murray, the fourth coming up. Billy Joe from across the pond, there former WBO 160-pound champion, now fighting at 168. Um. Has Martin got a shot here? No. no. I don't think so at all. No. 
Okay. Well, no. he doesn't like that. What about Earl Spence and Danny Garcia? Now, Earl Spence got tossed out of that car at 150 miles an hour. If ever there was a guy that could be damaged goods, it could be Earl Spence. Does Danny Garcia have a shot? Say so. How much of a uh, shot? Um, I don't know, maybe 60-40. So, 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 so you, are you trying to say you would throw money on Garcia here? I'd be tempted to. I really would be tempted to. You know, you. I mean, I saw the neurological damage to Earl Spence in his eyes, both of that blood in his eyes after that mug shot, of course, the DUI mug shot, but he got thrown out of a car at 150 miles an hour. I just don't know how well a guy's going to recover from that, especially when you start hitting him in his eye. Exactly, exactly. And as you know, the, the bodies are, uh, the bodies are very complex, uh, you know, very complex thing. I mean, you know, I don't think, I don't think, um, you know, looking back on, I know we're sticking with heavyweights because it's, it's the main four, but I don't think Tex Cobb's chin mm. or his ability to take a shot was ever the same after fighting Larry Holmes. No. But you know what? You know, I think- one friend, one friend of mine said the fact that he was so drunk when he got tossed out of that car that his body really had no control that that might have, that actually might have helped him. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. But what's he doing getting drunk? Yeah, <laughs> hey, wait, and get this—he had a ten thousand dollar handgun in his car. Nice. <laughs> I know it shows you where it shows you what kind of class Earl Spence has. Anyway, you have a whole lot of cast. I love it when you spend some time with us. I know you takes you away from your family, Kenny. Say hello to the family, the kids, all that kind of good stuff for me. And I look forward to talking to you real soon. Me too. Look forward to it. great speaking to you. The great Kenny Rainford from the UK, folks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. I can fit in a toll free phone call if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, 1-415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, 
My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771 That's 800-410-4771 Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. My buddy Lenny Williams, of course, the former lead singer of Tower of Power, did a concert a couple of weeks ago, a virtual concert. You can check it out, LennyWilliams.com. It was rocking and rolling, man. Lenny still got it going on. That voice is just, it's Lenny's. Lenny's the godfather, the reigning godfather of soul, one of them, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. You know, back in 1968, Muhammad Ali wasn't boxing. The reason why he wasn't boxing is the government stepped in and said, you know what, you can't be champion because you don't want to go fight for us in Vietnam or you don't want to represent the United States and go around the world and do exhibitions and that kind of good stuff. In other words, they wanted Ali to lead other young men to slaughter. Remember, 58,000 people died in Vietnam. So Ali said, no, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm a conscientious objector. I do not want to go to war. There's no way about it. So anyway, in this hiatus from boxing, of course, he talked about what he was going to do if he got his championship back. But he spent some time with the only man he ever really loved. I'm talking about Howard Cosell. Here's Ali and Cosell from 1968. Here we go. This month at 4800 San Jacinto in Houston, Texas, this man refused to take a step. For the past year, he's been virtually incarcerated in this country. He's undergone all of this for the obvious reason that he didn't have the courage to fight such as Joe Fraser, Jerry Quarry, and Jimmy you, Ellis. Why would you say that? I didn't have the courage to fight uh, Joe Frazier and, and Jimmy Ellis and Jerry Quarry. I mean, why would you say that? I mean, you know, I've never showed no fear of nobody. And why would you, uh, as many times as you have came to my fights, knowing you had money bet on other people, I beat them. <laughs> I mean, why would you, seriously, I mean, why would you sit here on television and, and talk about, uh, me being a Fred or Jerry Carver or Joe Frazier. I mean, that's wrong. I mean, we just don't get along no kind of way. And you've been spreading that kind of gospel at every college campus yeah, every in this college country. I go to every college that I go to. Everybody asks me about Howard Cosell. Why is it that you and Howard Cosell can't get along? 
And my answer is we just don't get along. I mean, you just talk a lot of stuff that don't make sense. I mean, why would you open up the show and uh, uh, you told me you would ask me a few nice questions. Why would you open up the show talking about I'm afraid of Joe Frazier and Jerry Quarry? You really believe that they have a chance against me? Well, I think you come to all of my fights. You follow me all over the world: Germany, London, Canada, and why? And 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 you, I see you at ringside talking about these homemade champions. Now, do you really believe they could beat me? I'll answer that question in a moment. I first want to document your record. You were troubled by a less than mediocre southpaw named Mildenberger in Germany. You showed me nothing against Chavalo, relying upon the fact that he gave you water on the knees with low blow upon. You've never seen me hurt a beat. What you mean? I didn't show you nothing. (laughs) That's 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 the kind of appreciation I get from you from you coming all over the world. The the company wouldn't pay your way to these countries for nothing. I, if I wasn't fighting so regularly, you wouldn't have gotten to see the world. And now you're going to down me because I'm not fighting and talk about uh, I, I got trouble with these boys. I beat those boys easy. Now, wait a minute. This marvelous wristwatch. What were you frightened of? I wasn't going to hit you. Why did you move? I mean, why would you jump over here? Uh, because I want the people to see the wristwatch that oh. you bought in Frankfurt, West Germany. Yeah. Only because, only because... I found the person who'd sell it to you more cheaply than anybody else in the whole country. Well, for once you... But, well, after all, I mean, what's you getting me a deal on a watch? If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have got to see Germany. <laughs> all right. My record is clear. I, I will shuffle again. Don't you worry. You get your homemade champions ready and line them all up. I'll be watching the television with you at ringside, popping off about how hard he hits and this and that. You let Ellis and Quarry fight it out and then let Joe Frazier meet the one or whoever the uh, homemade champion is, uh, I may say the Mickey Mouse title. Uh, I have a belt at home. Says world heavyweight champion. And for a man to be the champion, he's going to have to take my belt. And the day that he meet me, and if he beat me, I'm going to hand him my belt. And I want you to be the announcer that night because I want to see you quiet. I want to quiet you at once and for all. Ah, you son of a gun, you've had enough fun with me. You know that the one guy who has persistently maintained that there is one heavyweight champion in this world is Howard Cosell. And I have said repeatedly that you could beat all of these guys. But you make a lot of cracks. I mean, you just said I had a lot of trouble with these boys. and You're talking about me getting out of boxing in time to duck Frazier and this and that. And I don't know what you're going to do. You don't look as broke as you're supposed to be. No, what you mean, bro? Everybody says you're broke. You got no money. You gave it all to uh, Elijah Muhammad. No, how could I give it to Elijah Muhammad? I mean, the government, the American government, took 90% of all of my money before I got it. You know that Lobo Sponsoring Group had that deal called the Joe Lewis Tax Law. The fact of the matter is the thing you've missed most over the past year were the steady vocal sparring sessions that we enjoyed on Wide World of Sports. Well, we had a lot of fun, but uh, let's let the other boys have a chance and build some more contenders. After beating Zora Foley, you know, no one was left for me to fight. So I think even if I was still fighting, it would have been good for me to step aside for two years and let them fight it out to see who deserves the honor to fight me. It's been fun. We've missed it. Well, things make it better soon. One, one more shuffle. Well, if I do the shuffle, you might have to scuffle. <laughs> We've done that, too. Good luck to you. Thank you. God, you could just feel the love between those two guys, couldn't you? I remember the 50th Ali birthday party. Muhammad Ali turned 50, and Howard Costello was in tears. But, you know, 
when I was at Presco, so I saw him a couple of times here in uh, in San Francisco. We had a fight at the Cal Palace, and I think one at the Civic Auditorium. When I pressed him a couple of times, he was always he, he he wasn't in a jerk. I mean, people thought he comes off as a real clown on TV, but he he was real proper with me without doubt. And I miss Howard Cosa. Of course, I miss Ali as well. Of course, may they both rest in peace. Now, of course, the World Welterweight Championship about to go down next week, or a version of one. Of course, talk about Earl Spence. Of course, twenty six and zip, except for that car wreck. Uh, maybe he still is undefeated, 27 in zip. But the bottom line is he's got 26 professional fights, hasn't come close to losing any of them. Of course, fights out of Dallas, Texas, a left-hander, a tall, rangy guy that steps into the ring, probably about 160, 162 pounds. Then you have Terrence Crawford, the kid from Omaha, Nebraska, of course, a southpaw. 37 and 0. Both guys are southpaws. He can fight orthodox as well. 37 and 0. But of those 37 guys, he really hasn't fought too many guys. Of course, then we got Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, 41 years old, ranked number three by top box rec at 147 pounds. He is a WBA champion. 62 and 7. A couple of draws, of course, coming to us from the Philippines. Now he's a senator, but the bottom line is sooner or later he's going to be president. Then Keith Thurman, Sean Porter. I guess Sean Porter's a guy we should really mention there. Sean Porter's like. Uh, uh, 31 and 3. And then, of course, Mikey Garcia. I really don't consider Mikey Garcia much of the mix at 147, maybe at 140. Because at 140, I think, is where Manny Pacquiao needs to go. I really do. Because at 147, yikes, all those three fights there, he gets hurt. I mean, he gets really hurt. I mean, these guys are much, much bigger guys. At 140 pounds, maybe you can go back to 140 and get Teofimo Lopez to come up from 135 to meet him at 140, maybe do some type of super fight like that. But, you know, last week I was trying to plead my case to Larry Merchant, and Larry said to me, I said to Larry, I said, you know, I really don't want to see Manny Pacquiao go out on his shield. And I said the same thing to Hector Martinez, my good friend. I said, I don't want to see Manny go out, laid out. I don't want to see another Ali Holmes. I just don't want to see that. I don't want to see old guys like destroyed. I just, I don't want to see that, especially with, with Manny Pacquiao because of the future that he possesses. He's going to be the Filipino president. I don't, you really don't need to see too many films of him being laid out. I mean, he got laid out by, uh, by, uh, uh, of course by his nemesis, but outside of that, you know, he's been an invincible star. He really has. Every time he's won these big fights, most of the time, I've picked against him. Why? Of course, because he keeps moving up the weight. I keep saying to myself, size matters in two things. Pornography and combat sports, but not with Manny Pacquiao. But he's moved back to 140 pounds. He could take on guys like Jose Carlos Ramirez. Not too much. 26 and 0, of course, coming to us from down near Fresno, California. Jose Cepeda is a second ranked guy. Ah, and there's no real names there. But Josh Taylor. Let me tell you about Josh Taylor. 17 and zip. He looks like he might be the real deal. The un, like, like the dark horse at 140 pounds. I mean, I'm really excited about this guy. He can fight. He beat Regis Progress, of course, over a decision, a majority decision over 12 rounds, but he beat him. There was absolutely no doubt about it. Progress came into that fight like a, a three or a four to one favorite. And before that, he beat Ivan Baranchek. Of course, Baranchek just in a fight of the year recently in the last couple of months, but he can fight as well. He beat him over 12 rounds. He's beaten some good guys. I think he is the guy. I do. I think he's, I mean, at 140 pounds, Josh Taylor, I think, is a king. Okay, I think he's got one of the, what, the IBF belt or the WBA Super World Lightweight belt, the International Better for Boxing. He's got the IBF belt and the WBA belt. Okay, so he's got a couple of belts. But at 140, Manny go back to him and they can make some money because Manny Pacquiao draws here in the United States and he draws in the Philippines and Asia. And then we could have Josh Taylor drawing 
drawing his people from the UK. So you can make a multi, multi, multi million dollar pay per view fighting in front of nobody, fighting in front of 10 people, because the TV audience is where this money is going to be, okay? Um, and, and make a zillion dollars. They just can. And Manny wouldn't be fighting some guys that are so big they're going to destroy him. I mean, you know, I know he beat Keith Thurman, but Keith Thurman smokes more weed than a lot of people I know, including myself. Okay, that's just a, a fact. There's no doubt about that. So Keith Thurman, eh, maybe put that out of the way. Yeah, but, but he beat some other guys at 147 that he wasn't supposed to be. But you don't keep Marcos Medina. You don't keep pushing you don't keep rolling the dice, not when guys are bigger than you, because eventually it's going to come back. It's going to bite you in the ass. And I think if Manny Pacquiao <clears throat> were to fight either Terrence Crawford or Earl Spence, I think it would be a bit of a size mismatch, even though some people say styles make fights. And the fact that Pacquiao's a left-hander and he's got that quick move, the right jab and the jump in with the left cross, of course, that was his money punch. Remember he did that? He did it to Marco Antonio Barrera. When he knocked out Barrera, of course, when he beat the snot out of Marco Antonio Barrera in that big upset, and when he moved up to 126 pounds, nobody thought he could do it. All he had that night was the left cross. Of course, the left cross, the left cross, the left cross, the money punch. He would tease people with his right hand and throw the left hand and get in the score with that. Of course, since then, he's developed an arsenal, a full arsenal. Manny goes to the body. Manny can throw the right hook. Manny is a complete fighter. Thanks in a great part to the Hall of Famer himself, and he should be in the Hall of Fame, Freddie Roach. People say to me, ah, you know, Freddie Roach is overrated. Freddie Roach is not overrated. Freddie Roach took a guy that was fighting like at 112 pounds, and he got him to win championships on 122, 126, 130, 135 pounds. I mean, even if he fought girls or fought schmoes or fought bums on all those weight classes, eventually you would think that size would catch up to him. But guess what? It never caught up to him. Manny Pacquiao is a, he's, he, I think he's really the king of boxing. I really do. I mean, nobody wants, nobody, I mean, Canelo may be able to draw more because he's got the Mexican blood. Of course, the Mexicans love that pay-per-view. In fact, if you think about pay-per-view, it's all been about the Mexican pay-per-view fan. As far as boxing is concerned, and wrestling to an extent, to an extent, in MMA, I remember when Steven Espinosa was doing Bellator MMA on Showtime, that he told me that the, <clears throat> the percentage of Latinos watching MMA was higher than the percentage of Latinos watching boxing. Although the numbers of Latinos were watching the numbers was larger of people watching boxing, Latinos watching boxing. The percentage-wise was higher on Showtime's Bellator MMA. So that's interesting. You've got, got the Latino population, of course, back in MMA now. I don't think so. Too many, not enough Latinos in MMA. I mean, you've got guys from Brazil, but they really don't, they really don't, you know, gel much with Mexicans. I'm sorry about that, but we need a Mexican MMA star if you want to do something in the UFC. Of course, there was Cain Velasquez, the Mexican-American star who disrespected not only Mexico, but himself. He ate himself, uh, out of contention, went down there, was hanging out on the taco trucks down there in Sunnyvale and San Jose, of course. Then he went down to Mexico City, fought in the high altitude, and he got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. That's what happened. Fought in 11,000 feet, got gassed in a minute, a couple of minutes, he was done. Fabrice Verdum lit him up. Straight up, Kane was the last Mexican-American star per se. Jorge Masvidal, really not a superstar, a star, but not a superstar. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Upcoming boxing, The Zone, D-A-Z-N. Yeah, I still got it. Billy Joe Sanders undefeated, of course, the former WBL 160 and now 168-pound champion. Taking on Martin Murray of the U.K., Kenny Murray says Martin Murray has little or no chance or maybe slim left town, that kind of good stuff. Bottom line is December 5th, of course, pay-per-view. Earl Spence, undefeated now. Uh, good fighter, no doubt about that. Aforementioned uh, Dallas, Texas, taking on Danny Garcia of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Garcia's a light welterweight, moving up to welterweight. He's a guy that's never extended himself in a fight. In other words, he's never put himself at risk ever. He's always a safety first type of guy. He never wants to close the show. That's the problem with Danny Garcia, especially when he gets into 
bigger fights with bigger guys. And when he fights bigger guys, I mean, he's a little bit more cautious than he needs to be if he wants to win. In other words, Danny's got some money. Danny's got his senses still. Danny doesn't want to lose that. And Danny is going to be the point where you can't count your money, okay? And a lot of guys, you can't believe it or not, but the residual effects of professional boxing sometimes in MMA, they're nasty and they're ugly. Anyway, Danny Garcia looking to step up for 140 to 147 pounds to be successful against Earl Spence December 5th on Showtime. Good luck with that. Of course, the UFC going to come back with a card on the 5th as well. That's going to be on ESPN. Uh, I think Jake Hermanson's in the main event. Looks like, oh, Max Holloway is going to come back on ESPN as well. It's going to be January 16th, UFC Fight Night. They don't know where this is going to be. I think it's either going to be in Dubai or the Apex Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. No big fights as far as the UFC is concerned. They were talking about Maybe putting Conor McGregor in with somebody, but then they pulled it from the schedule. It was scheduled, then it wasn't. It was gonna be, eh, now it's back. Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier are supposed to go again January 23rd, 2021, if anybody wants to see it. Of course, Conor's big claim to fame is ripping everybody off with that Floyd Mayweather fight. He did. I mean, here's an MMA guy fighting in a boxer, sort of like a painter going up against a plumber. Think about that. A painter versus a plumber, and they're doing fixing, they're working on pipes. That's basically what went on there as far as Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, another sting. Speaking of sting, the Tyson-Roy Jones sting is over. If you got stung for $49.95, what can I say? I hope you enjoyed it. Straight up, it was a ripoff. It was a sting. But they're going to do it again and again. They're going to do it until you stop paying for it. Bottom line is you keep paying for it, they'll keep doing it. There's a sucker born every minute. Who said that? No, not Pedro Fernandez, P.T. Barnum. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The executive producer is Scott Cuddy. Of course, you can hear us 24-7 at Anchor.fm. That's Anchor.fm for the Ring Talk Live Worldwide podcast. Till next time, peace, love, and much respect.